Hi, this is Raw Dog Shaw. And I'm Brenda the Bender. And welcome back to Brooklyn Chicks. And don't forget our resident queer producer Pete. Just singing in the background. So last week we left on a bit of a downer note. And this week we're on the up and up. What you got, Bender? So uh, what's the half today? We begin with Monique who's going around angry panties because... Netflix is telling, I'm sorry, you know, angry panties. Netflix is telling everyone, she's telling everyone to boycott Netflix because Netflix offered her $500,000 to do a special while offering Amy Schumer $13 million to do a special while offering Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle $20 million to do a special. Rich people problems. And you know, I'm going to just take a moment and say, Monique, let's be real here. When was the last time somebody heard you say a joke that wasn't in a comedy club, man? Experience that somebody's willing to pay you to come back and be something like relevant. You know, I always want to rock for the black cause. You know, our people, our people, people, our people. But us is sticking together for a cause, and this is something that we lack as as a people. And so, I'm just saying, as Monique is saying this, I think it's something for us to look into in terms of doing our own research. So I didn't mind. And when I looked up Amy Schumer's resume, credits, you know, it appears that she has done so much more than Monique. I mean, I I would say that she probably deserves the the millions of dollars that she's getting. Monique, on the other hand, the only thing I could find is the Parkers, man. The Parkers is the only thing that she had long lasting. (laughs) Okay, so sorry. Precious. Precious, which she did no, make a statement. She, she got said 50- she only got fifty thousand dollars for that money, that movie. I mean, but I respect her because, as she said on the show, on um, I think it was a View, she said they offered her fifty thousand dollars, and that's what she accepted. So she's not making a big deal out of that. That was just like it's to make her known, okay, to you know let her get her stardom on. But after that, no one heard from Monique. So, I mean, we're talking about Amy Schumer who could sell out Madison Square Garden. I think they said she did. Um. It, Monique claims that she has that capability. I don't know if that's really true. So, I mean, I really want to stand by her as a black woman. But then also, I'm like, mm, do you really deserve it? I mean, that's just that's my take on and it. Not only do you deserve it, are you really as funny as you think you are? It's true. I don't know. I mean, and then to be blackballed by Oprah, Lee Daniels, and Tyler Perry, that's not good either. And then she's coming for Oprah. I Go saw something Oprah. that she posted about gold turning into green. <laughs> Turn your neck into green, sorry. <laughs> I mean, she's coming for Oprah, and Oprah has been silent as a mouse. And sometimes silent is the best way to be. Deadly. Because she's looking like the more classier one, that she's not going to stoop down to Monique and her rant. You know, and, she, you know, Oprah has money. Let's be honest. She's a rich bitch. Oprah got money. I think this whole thing is to try to get her back to being relevant. We'll see how it works out, Monique. You think you know, Monique is trying to be relevant by coming out with this rant? Yeah. People are going to... No one's going to want to work with her now. She but airing out everybody's salary that she'll never have. Yikes. So, our next topic today is about... You know, last week I told you that I love Ara Kelly. Ara. That's how I call him. Ara. I told you that I love him. But my second boo is Akon. Sad to hear that Akon... Was called to court for refusing to pay his rent. Is he locked in up again? In the building that he rents. He rents a floor in the World Empire State Building um, on the 66th floor for his rec- his, uh, clothing label. And uh, he owes $164,000. What? 
I must say, you <laughs> you have a trend here. You like dudes that don't like to pay rent. Even my ex-husband. I mean, come on. First it was R. Kelly. <laughs> First it was R. Kelly that paid his rent. Now it's Akon that paid his rent? I mean, what is it with you, Benda? I just These niggas don't like to pay. <laughs> Come on. I mean, from what I understand, they say Akon was still making money. I don't understand why he can't make these payments for his rent. This is very and sad. What I have to say is the most troubling. This is silence. No one has said anything about anything. Even if somebody calls you into court, you don't show up to say, hey, he's lying. I paid the rent. Because he didn't pay the rent. That's the problem. I mean, I love you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you trying to get power back to Puerto Rico. Even though the government turned you down. (laughs) The government turned you down. I'm sorry about that, Puerto Rico. But Akon, pay your bills, man. (laughs) Our next topic is this picture that someone just shows me on the other day of Safari. I mean, I didn't even see his face, but they said it was him. And when I look down, what do I see? This guy's got an arm hanging off his pelvis. (laughs) A crispy arm that's even darker than the rest of his body. (laughs) Um, You know, again, this is another person saying that that this thing got leaked. I mean, really. And, uh, you know... One week is Black China, next is Safari. Who is it going to be next? I, I I don't know. But I'll tell you this. Safari, Safari. Take me back to the jungle. <laughs> Can I quote someone? I would like to get to know And now they got all these videos posted with people like going crazy. To- what kind of girl that you could over Safari, and everybody's like, you know, Nicki Minaj, you know, you want Safari back. And Nicki Minaj probably had that how many times? I'm sure she's over that. You know, she's on to what's this, what's this guy named the Dusty the Dusty Critter? What's his name? Gucci Mane? What's his name? The guy she was with? Nas. She's with Nas. They were together. No, that was like a two second. Come on, Meek Mill. Meek Mill, that dustbuster. Oh my gosh, this guy like he don't even brush his teeth. I don't know how she can even kiss this guy. Yeah. But she's on to the next one. She's not even with him anymore. So it's just, uh, I think she's over Safari and his man Dingo. I mean, not everybody wants that kind of penis. Let's be real. Some people may have something like that and don't even know how to use it. So Safari, I'm hoping that's not the case. Oh, but you heard what he said. He said he doesn't like to to have sex because, uh, you know, first of all, a lot of women cannot take it. And it's just not that enjoyable for him. You don't see me, but my hand's way up. All the way up. <laughs> ben is like a jukebox today. <laughs> she got a song for everything. Um, but yeah, so far, we, I, you know, like, again, I don't know if I believe this was leaked. Again, I don't know if it was leaked. I'm thinking these people are just leaking their private parts, giving head, showing their penis. It's penis all over the damn internet these days. And I think people are really trying to do that to be relevant. I mean, Safari was never relevant when he was at Nikki. He was always Nikki's boyfriend. Now he's on Love and Hip Hop, which I don't know how many people watch that still. So I, I I don't know how relevant this is. I watch it. Oh God! <laughs> but I just want to say, even producer Pete said he was on the radio this morning talking about he was not even erect. Yeah, that's what he said. My dear, my dear. That's all I got to say to that. Listen, girls' stomachs is already hurting them, so I I, I don't know. Somebody told me they would have run away, but I tell you, <laughs> I run into the fire. I run away. <laughs> 
Anyway, um, and our last what's the hat today is about Tony Braxton. We hear that Tony Braxton is newly engaged to none other than the Birdman. I mean, Birdman, I tell you, I, I don't know where Birdman has been. Cash money millionaires, but you know, I don't know where Tony Braxton found this guy. I can't even imagine Tony Braxton being with a guy like Birdman. Like, what made her go to Birdman out of everybody else with the tattoos on his face, this thug? To me, Tony Braxton's a classy, petite, beautiful woman. I, I can't imagine her with Can Birdman. I just say what it is? $110 million. That's his net worth. Mm, well, that'll take away a tattoo shine. I mean, but Tony Braxton ain't broke. Hopefully not. Uh, First off, I didn't even know you go- on that TV show, Braxton Family Values. <laughs> I didn't even know that still came on. So they said that she's going to introduce on the show that she's engaged. To her mother or something. I mean, first of all, can we just all make this clear? All because you claim bankrupt does not mean that you're broke. You know, people do this all the time to get out of their debt. So, um, but I'm sure she's not making as much as the cash money millionaire himself, Birdman. When was the last yeah. time Tony Braxton had a song? Very true. I mean, so now she probably realized, listen, I can't get love. I can't get... She dropped the album with Babyface. That was a while back, producer Pete. Can you find it? Anyway, so, I mean, I don't know. Um, Tony Braxton, Birdman, it's... I would never guess. But listen, it just seemed like, listen, after you can't find true love out there, sometimes you just gotta settle for the money, man. Settle for the money. And I respect it. This is for love. Because as she told someone... He did well. That ring? Can I get an amen? <laughs> amen. <laughs> so we all hope that Tony Braxton is not settling. And this takes us into our topic talk today, which is settling in a relationship. And we know many, many men and women have decided to stay in relationships where they're not happy because what? It's cheaper to keep her. <laughs> and not only that, a lot of times we find people staying in relationships where they want to be there because they don't want to upset their children or they don't want to upset their finances. And we, you know, today wanted to just talk about what's the concept and why do people settle in relationships? So I want to talk about settling in terms of a marriage. I think um, there's different levels of settling. So in a marriage, you have children, um, you know, you want to set an example for your children. And if you are saying, listen, in my heart or in his heart, I know this is probably not working out. But you want to say, hey, let us try to work it out and let us see if we could if, if we can make this work. If it cannot work and, you know, you and your partner is in a loveless uh, marriage and you can't put on the front for your kids of how a marriage is supposed to be, then I would say bow out gracefully, have a conversation with your kids. Listen, this is not working out. However, everything will be fine. You will not be left without. But I think there is a level of, as people would say, settling sometimes in certain marriages. Um Again, it's, it's, it's an investment, and, you know, when you have children, it becomes into a bigger ball game. But I feel people are not only settling in marriages, settling in marriages. They're settling in just relationships when you're dating somebody. With that. Because people are afraid to be alone. You just want somebody there the night to be next to you. And you ask yourself, what am I gaining from this? And, you know, if I could be very transparent here, I'm, like, probably... 85, 95% divorce. Would you agree? 95% divorce. I don't know. I probably say I'm like 95% divorce. 
But if my husband did not decide to go or leave, I probably would have stayed. And ever since he's gone, I have to tell you, I'm the happiest I've been in years. I didn't realize I was so unhappy. But now that he's gone, it provides perspective. And we think about other people who stay in a relationship or they're with someone because there's a part of it that's good. And, you know, most of the time it's financial. But it's also this concept of being lonely and so many women and so many men. And, you know, men may say, not me, I'll be alone. But a lot of men are afraid of being alone also. Well, I mean, going back to settling when you're not in a marriage, I think there's there's a level to that as well. If you're like 18, 19, you're dating around, there's no reason for you to settle for anybody. But what I do see now, and, you know, fortunately, I am happily married, but what I do see now is, you know, some of my colleagues and my friends you know, they, they are in, in a way settling and that's settling. You could say when you're younger, listen, I don't want to date a guy that has three kids or I don't want to date a guy that's this. Oh, I don't want to do a long distance relationship. But as you see yourself getting older and you're seeing that the prospects are getting slimmer, you might say, you know what? If a guy has one kid, all right, I may be able to deal with that and probably work something out. So there is a level, level of settling, which sometimes could be okay. Is that but I settling think, or compromising? I think we're making a, a condition uh, decision to compromise some of our values in terms of what we want. I think, you know, when we think about it, when you're young, this is like a little girl that's going to get married five years from now. When you're five years old, you're like, when I get married, I'm going to have a big Cinderella dress. I'm going to have, I'm going to get married to Disneyland. I'm going to do all of those things. But as you get older and you look around. And you're like, broke. Uh, City like, Hall would do just well. Right. And I'll wear a white skirt with a blue shirt. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, so, I, you know, I guess what you're saying, compromise. It could be compromise, but I think sometimes it goes to where it's like, all right, now you're just settling. I mean, you know, I've met people who have dated guys that have so much children that they were not looking into getting involved with someone like that. Or, um, you know, someone who is not financially stable. And like you said, these are things that you look forward to when you're younger. You think they're so achievable when you're younger. When, when the reality hits that that's not what it is all the time, you start to say, okay, well, maybe I don't need to be this strict on this uh, particular, you know, thing that I don't like. So, I mean, um, I don't know. I, th- I think settling is really um, something that people have to make a choice that they're really willing to do. And you know what? If you end up settling and it end up working well, great. Or as, you know, Brenda would say, compromise it and it works out well, fine. There are things that some people that are deal breakers that you're not going to tolerate and there are things that you are willing to tolerate. And let's talk about it. One of those things that people are doing is being in a relationship where they're not being satisfied sexually. Mm. And we know about this. You know, this is not a new topic for us to hear about. We've all heard about it before. We've all discussed it many, many times. But we know that a lot of people talk about, oh, sex is not everything. Sex is not that important. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Not everyone has to be like Safari. I get it. I get it. But, you know, let's be realistic. You know, when you're 80 years old, 90 years old, I could almost believe sex is not going to be the biggest part of your life. But when you're a young person in your prime, sex is a very important part of a relationship. And you wouldn't want to be with somebody if sex was not good or you wouldn't have to do it. So when it comes to sex, there is no settling with me. I'd rather be sexless than being a bad sex time. Yikes. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Because let's say, you, let's say you are with someone and the sex isn't that good. And maybe, you know, when you first uh, get intimate with someone, they don't know your body. They don't know certain things. Sometimes you need to give them the opportunity. Definitely. Or you might need to coach this person. 
Coach, do I yeah. look like uh, no, like because MJT? no, because there's different levels. There's different levels. Some people like to be screwed fast. Some people like to be screwed slow. There's different preferences when it comes to sex, and you have to build that as you're in a relationship with someone to have conversations about it. It's not an assumption. I kind of agree, but I just don't believe that after how long does coaching session last? Three years? Come on, nobody's talking about three months? years. How long does it last for us to get to a place where it you depends if you see progress? Or you get off the bus. Or if you see progress. Or maybe he's putting in work other ways and you're still willing to work on that. Maybe uh, this person is great at, uh, you know, giving head. And you're like, okay, well, maybe I could work on the other part. So, I mean, those are compromises as well. I hear you, but the two of them work together for the good. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you that. One without the other, no bueno. But but I think most people, in terms of sex, that is... um, a major part of the relationship and it's something that needs to be discussed early um especially if someone has ed which a lot of men don't like to talk about (laughs) or even if they're big and limp those are possibilities too you need to have (laughs) you need to have those conversations and you know, um, historically, well, I want to say historically, but what I've noticed, what I've heard, I must say, is that a lot of men don't like to speak about it. It's like a, not a conversation to have. And I think that's because a lot of women won't support it, though. But you know, it goes back to the whole conversation of about women settling these parameters <laughs> in their mind in terms of this is what I have to have, and I will not make any accommodations for anything other than this, which is what I have to have. And it has to be good. It'd be blowing up my back. I gotta feel it all the time. And let's not be real. This is not just a conversation about men and women. This is a conversation between men and men, women and women. Everybody having sex at times or making a decision that, you know, sex is not going to be the greatest every time. But at least 75% of the time, it should be. you want to be in a relationship that when you're finished, you feel satisfied. Correct. You know, yeah. sometimes you have bad sex. It's like drinking a cup of water. You got to go back to the faucet for another cup. How many cups of water can you drink in a day? <laughs> yeah, you can just keep drinking water, 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 and, and nothing. And you're still thirsty. So definitely... You want to make sure you're with somebody that can quench the thirst. And then another thing is, it's, if sex is a part that's not um, satisfying in a relationship, do you think, if everything else is good, do you think it would be wise for someone to supplement that desire otherwise? Like, okay, uh, let's say someone's husband's not fulfilling them. Is it okay to get a dildo and have toys? You know, yes, some men are... No, this is... This, by yourself? This is by yourself. Yikes. But then it's like, what's the point of having a husband? But maybe he's there for the other reasons. The emotional support, financial support. There's other things that this person could provide other than sex. So, I'm going to turn to producer Pete on this. Because maybe she can provide a a little uh, clarification. Because I've also heard men say Mm -hmm. having sex with this woman was so whack. And I want to hear your thoughts in, in terms of having sex with somebody that's just so whack. What have they done wrong that the sex was just so whack? Hmm. You can be a pillow princess. Someone just lays there like that's whack. Like you Isn't gotta that, be in tune. Like, so that's like Kim Kardashian because she was pillow yeah, princess in there right there with like that uh sense. that sex tape. She was pillow I mean, princess. You gotta, you gotta flip yourself over. Like work with me. Like I think that that's extremely whack. Or a girl who thinks she's throwing it back and doing it right, and you just like. But I mean, what makes it not right? I'm always wondering when I hear people talk about it. Sex with was whack. I'm just like, well, what does she well, do? Sometimes, well, sometimes, what I have what heard, do? sometimes you don't feel the walls. Yikes. And I mean, I don't know what the cure for that is. Yikes. I've never had any complaints, but I'm just saying. 
from what I understand, they say sometimes you don't feel women's walls, and that's something that men desire. Yikes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if Kegels help with that. I think that's what they said, but, you know, I do Kegels all the time. Well, guess what? If a man can't get satisfaction that way, he can always do a sex doll. <laughs> silicone, silicone. We're going to have a post of a man with his silicone woman. I mean, this guy with that body should not be posted anywhere or showing anything about what he looks like. But the concept of him with this silicone doll, I don't know if it's made of silicone, rubber, plastic, I have no idea. But they're selling them on Amazon for over two grand. Two grand? I'm not going to give you the link because I'm very concerned about the sanitary aspect of this thing. What's that? All you gotta do is wipe that down with some Clorox wipes. In the what? mouth? Listen, what do you care? It's not a real mouth. Somebody's gonna get sick by having Clorox wipes. It's, it's a doll. Yikes. Listen, I, I totally understand. Some guys don't have all the luck. Some guys can't get it in like other guys. So listen, if $2,000 is an investment and that's what's going to get you off, then by all means, please do it. And I think if you have more sex dolls and people could afford more sex dolls, you have less rapists out there. If you have a sex doll, why do you need to rape someone? But you know that's all about power. True. So True one indeed. has nothing to do with the other. But I just want to make a shout out to all my brothers and all my ladies out there. Let's not settle. Let's find happiness. And you know what? That does not mean tomorrow you wake up and tell your mate, like, yo, I'm out of here. Let's figure out how we can work together to make ourselves happy here. Because that's something that you could do. One person gives, one person takes, and at the end of it, you have a lifelong happiness. But let's say, I mean, happiness. When you say happiness, I think people need to understand, too, that not everyone is going to be with someone. And all because you're not with someone, that doesn't mean that you're not happy. I've actually heard that these recent studies that a lot more women are, you know, they're becoming more content with being single. And some people might say it's a front, but sometimes being single for someone is just good enough. You go out when you want. You do what you want. No one could ask you questions. You could take care of yourself. That's good for some folks. It doesn't always have to be that you have to have a man in your face all the time. I can understand having a companion. I can understand probably sometimes even having an F buddy. But at the end of the day, not everybody needs to be married or needs to be with someone. So I would like to uh, add on, be happy, whatever makes you happy. It doesn't have to be with someone you're settling with. It can be by yourself. But just make sure that you're happy. That's it. So let's move on to our next topic. As we promised last week, Black Panther's in the house. Wakanda. Forever. And we think about this movie where, uh, as of a couple days ago, the highest paid Marvel movie ever, 700 million between international and U.S. markets. You know, as we told you, we have family in Trinidad. People at Trinidad dress it up in African costumes to go to see them. You got to, man. You got to. I'm telling you, it has never been. It's almost infectious in the theaters. I mean, and, you know, to think about this movie, um, I think is it all black? All black cast. I mean, we've never seen anything like this. And I've seen some images and some clips of kids, you know, and most of these kids, they probably got to go to see this movie for free through the school programs, people donating for them to go to these movies. And these kids are so enlightened. It's it's such an amazing thing to see these black youths. And I want to say black youths because we've never seen this before. So excited to see this movie and really enjoy this movie and see this. Um, I, I mean, I would go see it two, three times more. Sold out seats. 
I can't. You can't get into the fancy theater where you get to put your feet up. You gotta oh, go to the low you. grade theaters. But it's worth it. It's really worth it to go out and see it. And you know, we just think about how even when everything is going good, we see reports of fake news. People talking about Ugh. oh, there was fights and all kinds of stuff. A white. I think a white girl said that when she was she was uh, assaulted by a black person at the theater. Saying that, oh, what are you doing here? Like, I mean, they don't want us to be great, man. They no. just don't want us to be great. They don't want us to be great. But, but everyone, if you have not seen it yet, please go and check Black Panther out in a theater near you. It's so worth it. And watching it on DVD or watching it on your fire stick that's just not going to suffice. It's not going to be good enough. You've got to go to the theater. And I mean, you might have to schedule it two weeks in advance because it's still, like, seats are still being sold out. So you might have to go see, you know, book your tickets in advance and go see the movies um, and try to get there. It's something definitely to see and to talk about. So our final topic for tonight is going to be what not. And tonight we're going to talk about what not, which is workplace relationships. We know many people... In relationships or meeting somebody at Ugh. their job, and I can just tell you, it's not a good look. It's not a good look because it makes everybody else that works around you feel uncomfortable. You know, as my mother used to say, you don't shit where you eat. Is that what it is? You don't, you don't shit, shit where you, you sleep, eat. where you rush ahead. Oh, thanks, PB. So, exactly. You don't shit where you I rush ahead. American version. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, um, this is so true. Like it just, I mean, there are rare occasions where it works out for some people, but the majority of the time, it does not work out. It gets very messy, very messy, especially if you originally was in another relationship and then you started having an affair and then your relationship ended because of this affair. It just gets very messy. I just don't understand why people cannot find people outside of the job. It's like, are you not into social events outside of the job? Because that's where you should try to meet people. Well, we know it's hard. I don't want to say that it's not hard to meet people. It's hard. And it's easy and convenient to meet somebody at your job that you can flirt with every day until y'all finally take it to the next level. But it's not good. Who the hell wants to see this person all day? I see. I got to see you at work then. I see you when I get home. I mean, come on. It's a bit much. And then I got to be careful of what I'm doing at work because you watching me over here. Like, it's just... It's just a burden to me. I mean, some again, some people say, hey, it works out for them, but I've seen most cases end very poorly. So, my friends, all whatnot for today again is please keep your panties and your jockeys up while you're at work and don't try to start a relationship with somebody that works there. Thanks for this public service announcement. <laughs> or you could just, once you get involved with someone, just quit your job. That's it. <laughs> Just quit your job. You. <laughs> That's it. Let them take care Seems of like you. a simpler solution. So this is the end of our podcast for today. And of course, we want to remind you of our handle, hashtag Brooklyn Chicks, B-R-O-O-K-L-Y-N-C-H-I-X-X-S. X-X. And so we look forward to seeing you next week. And as you know, Brooklyn Chicks do it real, rated, and, and raw. raw.